Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. It's an encore for you, Freak Nation, from Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Let's go inside, inside the freaking ride with Kenny Sargent. Kenny Sargent inside the ride, Jeff Gordon. Jeff, do you understand this is the first time on the TV side you've been in the Freak Nation? I know it. Uh, you know, we always do some uh, stuff by recorder, but uh, now we now we got some video, man. You guys, you guys are stepping up in the world. That's what's kind of scary, bro. <laughs> you, you know, you've known about the Freaks for about two or three years now, and you kind of... But I don't know. Now we're on TV, blowing it up that way. You can't avoid the Freak Nation like right now. No, I can't get away from it. But, uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. You guys uh, deserve it. You guys have a fun show. Well, that about sums it up, Freak Nation. You guys have a fun show from Jeff Gordon. And as you said and saw in the Chiron, if you're watching us on Mav TV or one of our other multi-video outlets, Mr. NASCAR. If you're listening to us on the Freak Radio Network, thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. If you get a chance to watch the intro to that and probably many intros moving forward, you'll see a span of years of Speed Freaks. In that intro, if you're, again, watching us on Mav TV, you saw Statman with Patrick Dempsey. That's pretty serious. That's that's a great meet. Oh, we've seen people talk about meeting Patrick Dempsey, and here Patrick Dempsey talks about meeting Sterling Moss. Oh, yeah, all my heroes were there. You saw Lemmy Kilmister of Motorhead. You saw Dale Jr. 20 years ago. Uh, there's Jeff Gordon. You saw Crasher with Scott Dixon. It was Scott, it was the Scott Dixon back and forth with Dan Weldon. It's a reason we're doing this. Coming up next weekend, Freak Nation, 23 years of doing this thing. Happy Father's Day, by the way, Freak Nation, from the Lucas Oil Studios. And, Statman, you look at some of those throwbacks in our show open. You hear some of these old conversations that we had. And who would have thought that coming up on Father's Day, 2023 that we'd still be sitting next to each other <laughs> we've come to coast close to strangling each other probably strangling the whole group together one time <laughs> but but here we sit stat man almost 23 years of doing this thing a happy early anniversary to you man you know the first thing that came to mind when i saw the uh conversation with jeff gordon was that the speed freaks were the ones who broke it to the world that jeff gordon was a break dancer when he was growing up in vallejo california <laughs> Yep, and uh, he he dropped that on us in a hauler in uh, I don't know Michigan or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, even surprised him when it came out of his mouth. He said, "You're not going to hear the end of that, am I?" I said, "No, no, <laughs> no way." So much so, in fact, we told Jamie Little that story when she went from motocross to IndyCar and then in, into NASCAR coverage, pit reporting, and then she got him. Because of us telling her, she got him to break dance on stage on one of her events. So yeah. that and so that goes yeah. back to what 2006, 2007? Mm-hmm. 
So Freak Nation, again, a lot of things happening here. A lot of things not happening this week, and not a whole lot of motorsports going on. The IndyCar Series, yes, but no NASCAR, no NHRA, no sports cars. Uh, so we're going to dedicate this full show to Freakdom and Father's Day, Freak Nation. AJ, Speaking of fathers, A.J. Allmendinger, who will be a father this year with his lovely wife, Tara, coming up in August. We're, we're going to spend a couple of segments with A.J. Allmendinger, NASCAR Cup Series pilot. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Erica Enders, five-time NHRA Pro Stock champion. She'll be here in the Freak Nation. Matt Field, who's hunting his first Formula D championship. He's finished second the last couple of years. Goes out and wins Long Beach. The first time he's ever won Long Beach to kick off the season in the Formula D Series. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. We'll have some flashbacks, more flashbacks <laughs> coming up. And with tomorrow being a holiday celebrating Juneteenth, we'll talk about Juneteenth with a stat man, and in particular, stat man working his way up through the uh, motorsports world as a, as a minority, as a black man, as an African-American through the years of motorsports that Statman has been on this planet. Because believe it or not, Statman has covered motorsports a little bit longer than Speed Freaks has been around for 23 years. <laughs> that uh, Statman, you might be afraid to admit how long you've been covering motorsports. Exactly. I don't even want to know myself. Sometimes I say, ooh, that's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> But it being Father's Day, we will be highlighting some, again, some great conversations in regards to pops in motorsports. And one thing in particular, Suave, you put it out there on Twitter regarding motorsports, fatherdom, and fatherhood, Father's Day, some of the strongest families out there with the patriarchs, patriarchs winning championships in motorsports, whether it's Andretti, whether it's Petty, the forces, we could go on and on. Uh, what are you seeing so far regarding our tweet at Speed Freaks on Twitter? Yeah, you can check it out at Speed Freaks at Mav TV asking in honor of Father's Day, which family is the greatest in racing history? A lot of answers already. Uh, we have some Andretti's. We have a couple of forces from Doreen, also mentioning uh, AJ Foyt and his family. We have uh, Double M Ranch, great, great handle going with the forces. My favorite so far is from James, who tweeted us a picture of correct me if i'm wrong crash i actually had to look this up 2001 milwaukee indycar series all three members of the podium all three members of the andretti family yep. is the only time in indycar history from james so he went with the andretti family uh and another couple more people saying andretti as well so it's a very close race so far i'd say and that podium i believe would be michael andretti mario andretti and john andretti mm -hmm. Well, that's extended family. Are we going to include that? Michael and Mario are father-son. I'm talking about John Andretti. Well, that's if we're going to talk about multi-generational families, yes, cousins are included, or nephews, wh whichever way you want to go with that one. Sorry, I didn't pay attention to anything you said there, Richie. Did you bring up answers at all? The answers were have not been mentioned yet. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, answers, yes. Yes. Okay, so there you go. You can, you can also cross into the brotherdom of Al Sr. and Bobby Unser, but mm -hmm. then Bobby's son, Robbie, race, and of course, Al Sr.'s son, Al Jr. race. Statman, where do you stand on this, being the uh, senior motorsports correspondent? <laughs> you just kind of hammered that nail today. Yeah, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, Petty. Uh, my thing is Petty. Yeah. Petty once, Petty twice. 
uh, Lee, three times Richard, a um, Kyle, Adam. We never got a chance to see how great Adam uh, could have been. He was on his way to becoming greatness. Uh, yeah, three times a petty crash. That, that's, you know, Lionel <laughs> Richie could make a whole thing about the petties. I, I, over and above everybody. That's the that's the big family in motorsports in my mind. Crash, okay. where do you stand on this? Well, hold on. Where I stand, I'm clearly in uh, partial to the Andretti family. But I, I, I mean, if we want to really span motorsports, I want to put the Millen family in there. What they did with Pikes Peak and just rally in general is pretty spectacular. Steve and Rod Millen brothers, but then of course Rod's son, Reese. So there's where you get the multi-generations. But going back to you saying petty all day, Statman, which family do you fully believe had bigger influence in NASCAR? Yes, the petties driver-wise, when you start from Lee and you go all the way down to Adam, but what about the France family? Yep. They got to be mentioned, right? Well, yeah, they've got to be mentioned. I guess I guess you want to stop and think who had the biggest impact was like the most valuable player and the sports uh, thing. You got to tell who's what's the biggest impact. What are you what are you trying to say here? Mm -hmm. I think I think the Petties have had huge influence. Of course, the France Big Bill started the whole thing in NASCAR. Uh, his son Bill Jr. Uh, took things a great way um bill's son wow how quick we forget their names he had some problems he tried to navigate through uh television and all of that uh but he ended up uh, stepping aside and now the guy that's making the big decision steve phelps is not i don't think he's part of the uh france no. family no. um and there's jim france who had a control over sports car racing uh, Grand Am and uh, wanted uh, sports cars to be a part of the NASCAR world. And uh, the sister, Lisa France Kennedy. There we go. Lisa, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's uh, they're huge, but they didn't have the impact on the track uh, that uh, the Petties had. And my mind tends to think about what's going on on the racetrack when I think about racing. And if we're going to stick to NASCAR, then you have the never-ending debate of are the Petties more influential track-wise or is it the Earnhardt family? No, I think that question is the Petties. You've got to. But you could go into Kelly Earnhardt. You could go into all of her business you expertise. Go, you could go into all sorts of ways, but the Petty family is the number, the, the number one family in my mind in motorsports. People, maybe younger people, would look at uh, the Earnhardts because of Dale's, especially Dale Jr. But uh, I'm old enough to remember. The old Freak Nation, it's a Father's Day special of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Mav TV, thank you guys for hanging out. The Freak Radio Network, coming up next weekend, we celebrate our 23rd year of Speed Freaks. We'll have some flashbacks within the show. Speaking of Father's Day, his name is A.J. Allmendinger, one of the OGs. This will be a two-segmenter. First segment? talking about fatherhood coming up, and then we'll talk a little bit of racing. A.J. Allmendinger coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Luke Soul Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. 
We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 and Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, in St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back -back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Thanks for catching up with the best of Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Almost 23 years of doing this thing. Lucas Oil Studios. A.J. Allmendinger, NASCAR Cup Series pilot, a very good friend of the Freak Nation on a Father's Day night. Pretty apropos that we have him here in the Freak Nation. Oh, A.J. Allmendinger will become a father coming up in August. I can only imagine this little guy. I'm talking about A.J., this little guy being a Pops. We talk a lot about that. And then some racing later on. A.J. Allmendinger right now. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. A.J. Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. And that, that profile that I see on camera right now, that, that is awfully sexy. You actually look like you're about... 6-2, the way I have the camera adjusted. Wow, then that must be a magical camera. It actually is, because <laughs> it, it probably costs as much as a set of tires for uh, you and your car. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, really? Pretty expensive. Okay. Well, you know, can we sell that and get another another set of tires for this weekend? <laughs> you put that idea in his head. There Maybe you go. Maybe assist it to your engineer. Listen, the news is out. You're going to be a dad. You're going to be a pop. Let's get that out of the way, man. We'll talk racing. Maybe. But do you know what you're in for? Have you had consultation with people who've fathered and babies? Wow, that's weird. Well, that is weird. That is weird. I mean, here's my deal. Yeah. This is the, the easiest way I thought about it when I found out. A little shock to the system, right? A little nervous. Mm-hmm. I was like, if Kenny can be a dad, Bang. anybody can be a dad. So that that uh freed me up a little bit. Right. And also, I know my wife, Tara, is going to be amazing because she's had to take care of a kid for the last 10 years of her life. So should be fine, right? That's right. You did just celebrate your 10-year anniversary, <laughs> didn't you? <Yeah. laughs> okay, what I want to know, though, is did you know she was pregnant before you announced you were going full-time cup, or was that all around the same time? That was after, for sure. She, uh, I, So I blame fully Chris Rice for this because oh. it was at his member guest event golf and there was a lot of drinking i was doing tara doesn't drink so i kind of blame tara because she's the one that let me in there so uh but no yeah this was so it, it happened it, after the golf tournament yeah you, you went back yeah. to the hotel and or and, was and, it in the bathroom it was it was the, oh, it was the hotel yeah, yeah. All right. technically actually it was the the next day at home but it was still some residual uh you know, so wow we're really getting into the nuts so and bolts yeah here. so uh but, yeah, it's kind of funny, so, you know, not to get too into details, but my wife is very allergic to a lot of things. Food, uh, alcohol, that's why she doesn't drink. Yeah, she. this is why she's going to be the healthiest person of all time, lived to, like, 127. But she's never been on birth control either, so we've always kind of known, went on, went on and went off. And uh, so she didn't tell me that we have our fun and it, it happens. Well, she wakes up the next day and she's like, Hmm. There were still like two to three hours left of when it, hours hours of when it can happen. I don't know what all goes on in that system of of ladies. We don't either. But she does. So she didn't tell me this. So she thought nothing of it. She's like, "Yeah, first try, really? No, come on." And uh, she was getting ready for a fitness pageant, and leading up to it, she's like, oh, "I think, I think I might, you know, it, my period might be happening right around now." I was like, "Oh, that's that that's gonna be terrible." She's like, "Yeah." So it's like she does the fitness competition. I was like, so did did you have your period? She's like, no, but I've been cutting a lot of weight, stuff like that. So that's – I can feel it. It's happening. So it's like another week goes by. I'm like, um, are you – are you? I mean, and this is a person that on Saturday at 2 o'clock is like, yep, it's coming on 8 p.m. Sunday. I can feel it. And it's like 8 p.m. Sunday. She's like, yep. And uh, so, yeah, we did that for about seven weeks. Seven weeks? <laughs> because you're like, no, yeah, and, this and isn't like, happening. And finally, I was like, she had another pageant coming up. She's like, I don't want to know until after the pageant. I'm like, I think we know. So I was out golfing, and she's like, I took three tests. She's like, the third one was quite positive. She's like, I, I think I took a breath on that one, and it went boom, positive. So there so you go. So it was on the phone when you got the notification from, yeah, yeah, from, from her? Yeah, from her. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to finish this round, and we can talk about this after. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a birdie here. Yeah. Hold on. There are instances like that that you always remember. The first time you f- find out that your wife is pregnant, I know exactly, we know where we were. Yep. It's those instances, and in all seriousness, it's those in- instances that I hope that you can just bank. Because I don't remember a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. But it's those instances that are badass. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you know, and it's, 
it was never like a no. We but we never said, "Oh, for sure we're we're having kids." Now my parents have been on me for like this is my life. Mm. My dad made this comment. Uh we, so we had a baby shower and my dad made a comment to one of the people there was like, "Yeah, I've been waiting this for 25 years." And I was like, "So since I was 16, dad, you And he's like, <laughs> No, not 16. No, no, I'm not. No, I didn't mean that. But yeah, so my parents were really thrilled with it. Uh, so we told them on Christmas, mm. we handed them a present and it was just a checkered flag. And my dad, yeah, that's nice. And right. we're like, read the checkered flag. So I thought they were going to cry a lot. And my dad crying is just really weird. My 6'2 dad sometimes. And it's just an awkward, it's just, you know, it's just a, it's a rough cry to watch. So he did. So they held it together pretty good on Christmas, and then they told me they soon as we left, they they cried a lot. And they probably still are. They're like, probably, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkle gave me a, a suit that I might still be able to wear, but it was it was for our son. But oh. I, there's a chance I could fit in that thing. That's true. You'll he'll get hand me downs from you maybe when he's three or four. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> so wrong. That's what I told him. I was like, I was I was rubbing Tara's stomach, and I was like. I hope you get your height from her side of the family. <laughs> but your dad's six two. My dad's six two, but my my mom is five. I don't still actually. I still don't know how my dad is six two either because his parents weren't overly tall, and then my mom's side is like I'm actually one of the taller ones. Have you guys Tara's already side. had that conversation of what he's going to do? Yes, racing. No racing. Yeah, he gets a golf club as soon as he um, comes out. I'm like, here, golf club. Grab that. This is Not what a we're doing. Wheel. Yeah, and make him walk to the course. Don't don't, don't yeah. put him in anything with an engine for sixteen the, now years. Now the problem is, is like yesterday we're in the bus and the truck practice starts and mm. we're basically where the buses are right on the back straightaway. And first truck goes by and Tara said he immediately started kicking her stomach. So I'm gonna try That's to hide it. everything as soon as he's born. Hide everything of racing for a couple of years. Maybe lie to him if I'm still racing. Like right. yeah, I'm just yeah, I, I you know I'm. I got to do trips every weekend. Don't worry about it. Don't watch TV. <laughs> Don't watch TV. <laughs> so, so who yeah. of the drivers here in this paddock, who in the cup garages, who would be the best person to give you advice, or who do you trust the most to give you advice? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Busher, Chris Busher and his wife, although they're they're completely different than us. When I when Chris and I were teammates, I always enjoyed Chris. So uh, they they've told Tara. Tara gets more of the advice than I do. You know, all the moms mm-hmm. come by and like, if you need anything. So yeah, if that that's the first one that comes to mind is 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 Busher. Uh, there's a few others, but you know how I am. I don't yeah. want to talk to anybody. Okay, who would you not want to get advice from? <laughs> the rest of them, really? Uh, I don't want to name names and and leave anybody out. Just give card yeah, numbers. Yeah, just definitely. Well, I'll put it this way: definitely not Larson. Definitely mm-hmm. not not KB because. Their kids are racing 24-7. Oh. So we're going to try to stay away from that. <laughs> so no Harvick, no Boyer, yeah. no Bush, pretty much no Larson. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. any of them. Yeah. The big news when Tony Stewart was in here last year was he's not going to cut the umbilical cord if he and Leah Pruitt decide to have babies. Will you cut the umbilical cord of your, your baby? Absolutely not. So well, that's exactly I, what Kenny said. Kenny, that's what you said, too, and then you did. Wait, I'm – oh, I have a – listen – I, you know me. I'm a thinker. I'm a planner. I strategize about things. I have a plan. I've got a small cooler. I will be in the lobby watching Sports Center. I'll have beverages. I'll have snacks. 
And after that kid comes out, they can cut the cord. They can run it through the little car wash thing, clean it off, polish it up. When it's done, I'll come in, spend as much time as we can. But I am not going to be in there before that, or they will have to have two beds because I'll pass out on the floor. Yeah. Will you cut the umbilical cord? No. No. I'll, why? No. No. Why? No. No. Why? Because I'm a little squeamish. <laughs> so I've I've already told Tara, and, and she's actually all for this. I'll be on the top side, patting the head and, yep. and holding, like, all right, go for it. Let me know when he's out. Is he okay? Is it cleaned up? Yep. What, what? Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, bud. How what you doing? A cutie. Yeah. Would you would you faint? Would you I say won't faint. No, I don't faint, but I, I might get the. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Tara needs that. Because yeah. the way I tell dudes to practice: cook some asparagus in the microwave for a couple of minutes, and then get some scissors and start cutting it. That's what it's like cutting the umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> Because I said no to. He's going to throw up right here. <laughs> yeah. I said no to, but I did end up doing it. And it was awesome. I don't know if I had any. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, he needs some help. <laughs> Good. I'm not having asparagus tonight either. So at least I'm at least rather. Well, we'll cook for it for seven minutes. Months. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, you're right. You've got the right plan. You'll stay up top. Yeah. You still will see some of the rigid residual you yeah. will you will yeah. trust me yeah. you will you could be outside the room and st still see some of the residual yeah wow we're, we're going here yeah we're, okay we were just there do you have any regrets going full-time cup racing no i don't have any regrets i i just uh, i you know to be quite honest i wish we were a little bit better this year mm -hmm. speed freaks motorsports radio redefined if it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works.
Whatever you do, General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. As a trucker, you've seen every kind of road condition out there. One of the toughest is icy, freezing weather, which can thicken diesel fuel and plug system filters. That's why you need Lucas Anti-Gel Cold Weather Diesel Treat. It prevents fuel gelling in extremely cold temperatures, lowers the cold filter plugging point of diesel and biodiesel fuels, and removes moisture from the entire fuel system. In turn, you get maximum performance and reliability. For more info, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil, keep that engine alive. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. It is a Father's Day here in the Freak Nation as we celebrate Father's Day. More coming up from A.J. Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. We do talk a little bit of racing, but do yourself a favor. How about this for the old man? Go out and grab him some General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com to find the right tire for your old man's ride. That's General Tire. Now we talk some racing with NASCAR Cup Series star A.J. Allmendinger. Do you have any regrets going full-time cup racing? No, I don't have any regrets. I, I just, uh, I, you know, to be quite honest, I wish we were a little bit better this year. Mm-hmm. You give all these big teams a, a chance to work on a car that they really never had a chance to work on last year because we were just trying to get the cars to the racetracks, trying to get parts in the shop just to build them. Uh, you know you're probably going to get a little bit behind, uh, but I don't – definitely no regrets because I knew there's going to be ups and downs. We've just struggled a little bit more than, than I think we all expected, and just means we got to work harder. And I shouldn't say hard. We just got to work smarter, work in the right directions. And, you know, part of this – and this is what I've always loved about Matt Collig and Chris Rice and all the men and women, but it starts with Matt and Chris. It's not that there's pressure – of hey we got to run better you know like let's pick it up they know that that we're struggling and it's about trying to find out what are the areas that we're struggling in is it getting the cars built correctly is it getting them um you know just the alignment of the cars of how you build them uh you know that i think now with these cars because you can't really work on the arrow as much so all the small details make even more important sometimes i do wish and i tell this to tara all the time I wish I could care a little bit less and not have it just like 
24-7, like beyond my mind of like, how do we get better? More, it's usually how do I get better? That's that's how I am with myself. I I get more frustrated with myself of like, okay, I'm not leading us in the right direction to get us better. And that's me being hard on myself. So um, I don't regret it. I do wish there was times I could just relax and let it go. But as she points out, I wouldn't be me if that's if that's what I did. So, Do you feel like you need to maybe – talk with your crew guys more in trying to find that balance or no I, I mean we talk all the time i'm at the shop you know we, we're, we're in meetings and and it's not it's not lack of communication or lack of effort it it's just uh and part of it too really is i mean you look at these weekends right we just got done with a 20 minute practice qualifying and now we go to the race yeah so you don't even get time to if you come here and try something radical and it doesn't work, you don't have time mm-hmm. to take it off. Like you're just stuck with it. So it, it's different back in the day when you had practice and Saturday practice and then another practice. And you're like, if that doesn't work, we'll just go back to a baseline. Like we don't have these opportunities now. And every weekend are super important to try to try something and get it right or, or get it wrong and learn from it. But, um, yeah, I'm just always going to be hard on myself and, and, you know, wish I'm, I'm pushing us in a better direction. That's from COVID, isn't it? On shrinking the weekends. Are other teams complaining? I could only imagine they are because you're right. You need more time to figure things out. And can that change moving forward next year, the year after? I I think the teams that have it figured out love it, Mm -hmm, right? And and the ones that are struggling wish we had more time. I don't, I think there's a happy medium somewhere. We don't need to go back to the old cup cup schedule. That was, that was miserable where you, we'd fly in on Thursday, early afternoon, you practice, qualify, practice, practice, mm-hmm. race. Like you did it every weekend. Uh, but, you know, part of them shrinking the schedule originally was us not practicing. Was It saved teams money because you didn't have to bring a backup car. You just went to the race. Well, you still have to bring a backup car now, whether it's 15 minutes of practice or two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's not really saving money now. I think there's a happy medium of, of maybe 50-minute practices and, and you can every weekend or things like that. But it's the same for all of us, so you can't complain about it. You just you try to be better. But definitely when you're behind, uh, it makes it harder because you really it's hard to try things and learn from it. Technology in the series, or actually technology in racing in general, is bonkers, especially where they were able to figure out subjectively or factual that <laughs> what happened between Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott, how they mm-hmm. could actually go back there and look at all the data in the car. From a driver's perspective that's been doing it for a long time, is that a good thing to be able to make it black and white versus Bill France sitting up here going, you're suspended, boy. Yeah, it, it it's tough. Um, in a situation like that, you know, as we've all been around, we're all racers, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, Something like last week, you know it happens. You know, yeah. Bubba at, at, and, and Kyle at, at Vegas, like mm-hmm. you know what they're doing. You know, with the data now, you can't lie about it. Because you can always, oh yeah, steering broke. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I. Ha- that's what happened, and that's the excuse we usually go with. But it also, the the right hook back up the racetrack that is super dangerous. So that's du- something that we need taken away from the sport. And if that's suspending for a race, and it, it makes us all think, okay, like we can't be doing that. But at the same point, it's you know, and I know Denny when he talked about it and that was the biggest thing at Phoenix and he got, got the penalty for mm-hmm. it, but something like that, I wonder, okay, what's the fine line of, of that or 
you know, say Ross and me at Coda, where you see clearly drives through the back of me, uh, or anything like that. Like, what's the line? And the right hook up the racetrack, that's just dangerous. And, and that's what we got to stop doing. Is Ross good or bad for the sport? Ross is great for the sport. And he's super talented. You know, I think that's the thing is with Ross, the action sometimes kind of takes over who he is. And, and you know, hell, I the only thing I, I have a problem with Ross is when he gets on TV and he does the aw shucks. I'm sorry again. I didn't mean to do that. I need to learn from that. Mm. Like, stop that stuff. Like, you drove through the back of somebody on purpose or not. Just be like, yeah, I drove through the back of him. Like, but, Own it. But unfortunately... As we're getting fines now for stuff, you're mm-hmm. scared to even say it. Yep. But Ross itself for the sport is great. He's so talented, really fast. He brings personality, controversy, mm-hmm. and so that's that's what we like. When you saw the Gregson, uh, Ross Jastain deal go down, where were you? Were you laughing? Were you going? It's on. I think I was already walking back to the hauler and it's like you start walking the big screen you're like and you can hear the crowd start erupting and it's like oh what happened so i didn't even realize it until uh i got in the hauler and i was changing they're replaying it i was like oh damn i was like ross ross told get off me Mm -hmm. like it's gonna happen so but i still laugh at that stuff yeah like i'm too old for that it's awesome like it's great i'm too old for that stuff i'm like i'm like it's like People are like start getting in there throwing blows. I'm like, I'm like that's just mm-hmm. dumb. Like we, like I get what we're all fighting for out there, but like, but it, you know, this is what we love about the sport. Watching the Indy 500, is it still tug at you a little bit to get back in an open wheel car? No, right, no. I, but I love watching it. it. It's here is my theory always has been about Indy and and being so fortunate to do it one time is that you have to go in there with a 100% commitment of, I don't care what happens. I mean, we knock on wood, thank goodness, mm. the accident, that tire, when that tire mm. left, I thought, oh, my God, please mm-hmm. have, I thought it went in the crowd at first. And then, thankfully, like, the, the best thing that could have happened there was it just hit a car. Lady gets a new car, too. So, you know, it's. Not too shabby. But you you see those wrecks, and you have to go in there 100% commitment of, like, yeah, this is what's gonna possibly could happen, and I'm, I know what the 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 things that from that may happen. You know, injuries or you know, knocking with thank God nobody you know yeah. die. But that's but you got to go in there with that mindset. I could go in there with ninety nine percent of it. Hmm. There's one. There, there's there, there's still be one percent of like ooh like because you can't. I'm still gonna make the moves. Mm-hmm. You know that it's it's part of people who are like, well, you hate super speedway racing, but you're pretty good at it. Well, I hate sucking too. Like that's one thing. So I'm gonna go in there and make the moves if I have to, and if it's got to be five wide and through the grass, things like that. But there's that one percent of me is like, ooh, I, I don't want the bad part of this, and I just know now that that's that's where I'm at. Can I is go that in- the older AJ that we were just alluding to? Where does yeah, that come from? I mean, that's that's just that that's. I think we all get in a point in our in our mm-hmm. lives that you just like, okay, is it worth the risk? Like Towns and Bell used to talk about it, when, especially when I was working at NBC. He's like, yep, I'm past that now. Like it's, but you can't you can't go into a race and for your race team and your sponsors and, and your car owner and everybody and say, well, I'm 99 percent sure I want to do this. There's one percent of me that's that's uh, <laughs> and that's. Yeah, I, I'm man enough to know that there's one percent of me that would say, Mm-mm, I and don't. you can watch a race and see the drivers who have that ninety-nine percent, can't you? From your perspective, going, if he was hundred percent into it, he would have made or she would have made this move. 
For yeah, you definitely could see it. Yeah. Um, as we watched Indy, I don't know if there was anybody out there with that because <laughs> they were making some moves. Like Elio's still doing it. I'm like, man, like it's 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 insane, especially the way they run now. You know, it, it's it if. You say now the when I say this, the safety of the cars are way more. Mm-hmm. But you look at the way the '90s used to race, where it's not. Yeah, you're you're running wheel to wheel, but you're not packed up. You're if you got a good car, you're single file and yes. you're and you're making moves, and it's not this three wide, four wide down the straightaway more often than not. Well, now with this package, mm-hmm. that's the way it is. So you definitely see the people that commit and not. But 500, I didn't see a lot of lifting by anybody. Uh-uh. No. So. So I would give them all 100% commitment. Always love us some A.J. Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. Coming up next, we flash back 18 years ago for Smoke, Tony Stewart. I don't want to miss this one. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up, then send it back full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com, use code FREAKS for 15% off, and for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair, 
If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or therefore on Facebook. And how you doing, Mav TV fans? Happy Father's Day. And of course, the Freak Radio Network, 90 plus stations of doing this thing. Almost 23 years. Coming up next Sunday, it'll be 23 years of Speed Freaks. And maybe I should have had Field of Greens. 23 years ago. Well, it wasn't around. Keeps me regular while I'm on the road, man. Heart healthy, liver healthy, all of my fruits and vegetables in one little scoop right here at Field of Greens. Go to fieldofgreens.com right now. Keyword freaks. Get 15% off and an additional 10% off with recurring orders. Get all the fruits and vegetables in one scoop. It can go in your tap water. It can go in your favorite shakes. Get creative with it. Field of Greens, real organic superfood. Be sure and use code word FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. Flashing back to 2006, a crap-hot summer in Sedalia, Missouri. Stat, Crash, yours truly, and one of our former co-hosts on stage with Tony Stewart. You're going to like this one as we flash back to 2006 with Smoke, Speed Freaks Pits, and the Lucas Oil Studios. Would you please welcome here in the Speed Freaks Pits... A freak fave. He's going to be the fifth freak for the next 30 minutes. Tony Stewart. Welcome, T.S. Thanks, guys. We had to get you out of bed a little early. And it's about what? About, we had to get you out of bed a little early to come in here today, didn't we? Yeah, get me up on my day off here. I mean, come on. Why you got to do this to me? And then you bring me out here in sweltering heat. It's about 140 degrees out here already. You'd think I'd be used to this. Look, the freak nation can change a lot of things, but when you're dealing with the cat upstairs, we can't do that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So we'll just you know, deal NASCAR with it. can deal with the guy upstairs better than we can. Yeah, they got him paid off, though. <laughs> Oh, the only ones that can afford to. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, wow, man. So, so what, what NASCAR driver's jacket is God wearing? What, which one what is NASCAR what? Jack, the driver's jacket is God wearing then? And what would he wear? I don't know. I think he'd look good. I think he's wearing jacket. a Mike Hilton jacket right now. <laughs> so, Look, uh, on your website, what, smoke20.com? Yeah. Where you sell out of your smokeware? You got thongs. It rivals, it rivals the Speed Freaks thong right here. It rivals it's a little this. smaller than that. It's smaller than this? Less, less material. You've got the Tony Stewart thong. Yeah. And you're selling barbecue on there. What, and, of course, all your shirts. What sells more on your 
Smokeware website. The top two sellers we have right now are the uh, the smoke barbecue sauce and the thongs right now. They're the top two sellers that we have. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your aunt won't buy those for the trailers. Well, that's my aunt, though. So uh, <laughs> the rest of them, buying them. Everybody's buying them on Smoke20.com. That's where wow. they're getting them. We get everybody sending us stuff to to Lizardville and the Freak Nation website. Everybody sends us photos. Do, do girls, anybody ever send you photos and say, I bought your thong there, Smoke. Here's what it looks like installed. They haven't done that yet. Um, I'm sure now that you've mentioned that, that they'll start pouring in, but that's why we, we limited it to uh, smaller sizes. Statman, hold up that bottle, will you? Here it is, smoke sauce, number one. You want to give it, are you, you brave enough to let the Statman test it live? Well, I'm, not, I'm not color? scared of it. I'm all not right. scared of it all. I mean, that, yeah, that is hold the mic. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I picked that recipe personally, so uh, I've got the utmost confidence in my. What kind, what kind of sauces are in the smoke sauce? That's a really good question. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put the ingredients in. I just picked the flavor is I like. Dad, what is it? That's pretty serious. I'll That's good you. stuff. Yeah. I mean, now, I got to put a slab of ribs under it first to make, give it the good I, I'm test. I'm confident. You will have no problems with ribs, chicken. We can put on steak. Chicken. No oh, wait, right. You're hey, being hey, serious because I've seen you when you haven't liked it. No, this hey, is good stuff. Got, Tony, we talked about your barbecue. We talked about thongs. We talked about what you did as a kid and what you don't want to do or what you want to do. Look around. There's a lot of orange in front of us right now. Yeah. All right. You got the Tony Stewart wear over there that you're selling. So your sponsors have to believe in what you're doing, regardless of what you say or what you may do negative on the track to some people. Someone's believing in Tony Stewart in order to fork up these scoots to be doing, yeah. to be on the side of your cars. Absolutely. And trust me, they don't always like what I say. Right. but but it's not so much what I say, it's the message behind it. I mean, they know that I stand behind what I, you know, what I say 100%. Uh, I don't say it unless I believe it. And, and, you know, sometimes I say the wrong things and sometimes I do the wrong things. But they know that the, the passion behind it or whatever uh, the method or madness was behind it, that I, it was an honest, an honest reaction. It wasn't something that was fabricated. And they've always been uh, very proud of me for speaking my mind, even though sometimes it does get me in trouble. See, the fans know that stuff, too. They know they can see right through it when drivers are just doing the corporate line. And it's, it's, it's not fun to watch. Yeah. But there's one thing that I read in a paper that your merchandise sales were... Yours, yours are the most successful right now in NASCAR, if I read that correctly. So that's something you really sure got to be proud of. I'm not sure the top one in NASCAR, but I know that, that overall sales of NASCAR sales have gone down a little bit. But we were the only driver uh, of the major drivers that sales haven't gone down. So it's, uh, it's like ours is pretty you much going up in all reality. You've actually exceeded Derek Cope's sales? Just barely. Just mm -hmm. barely got over top of him this year, so I was pretty stoked about <laughs> that. What you were saying the other day was that you don't even let people put insignias on your uniform unless you like the product. So you're not just taking the money from anybody. You've right. got to believe in it. And the fans appreciate that from you. Yeah, there's a, of all the sponsors we've ever had, I mean, it's, that's one thing that I've told everybody at Joe Gibbs Racing is that, you know, whatever's going to be on our uniforms, I want to I know what it is. I want to be a part of it. And I want to believe in it before I have to talk about it and say that I like it. So, have you ever uh, turned anybody down? We haven't had two yet. We've had some that were marginal, but uh, we've never had to turn, a, <laughs> turn anybody away as of yet. Plus, Tony, you never have a press conference to say, see what a nice guy I am, see what charities I'm involved with. You, you just go about your business, let people say what they have to say. But we'll say it, man. You're a damn good guy, man. You do so many good things for so many people. And the people that don't know you and don't, and don't understand that can pretty much just kiss my ass. Right. And that's, that's kind of the way we look at it, too, in all reality, I guess, uh, without us saying it. I mean, you can say it for me. But, you know, the, the thing is you could do 
a thousand great things, but if somebody doesn't like you, you can do a thousand and fifty great things, and they're still right. not going to like yep. you. So, uh, you know, it, we do what we do. I do, you know, the charity stuff we do. I do it because I want to do it, not because somebody else wants me to do it. Uh, I do it because I believe in it and because it feels like the right thing to do. Um, the rest of it, I mean, you know, talk's cheap. I mean, I have people, I've seen people stand five feet away through from me through a fence and will talk trash to me, but then as soon as I'm on the other side of the fence with them, they get real nice all of a sudden. It's like you don't even have the guts to, to stand up behind what you're saying. So uh, I've kind of come to the conclusion monkey? when I go home at night, as long as the people that I'm around, my family and my friends and the, the people that I'm around every day, uh, right. you know, as, as long as they believe in me, I really don't care what everybody else says. I'm going to do it my way, not the way everybody wants me to do it anymore. Thank you for being It's real. like the Freak Nation Thank here, huh? Good enough. Yeah, I'm just the, the traveling representative from it. There you hey. go. Tony Stewart spending the full show with the freaks. Thank you, man, for doing this. We no really problem, appreciate man. it. Huge. Really appreciate it. Tony hey, you guys Stewart. are like family. I mean, you tell my, my twin brother here. I mean, we have to at birth. There yeah. you go. Uh, you know. Be nice I'm to him on the track. About. He came out first, by the way. So. <laughs> so many things coming out of that interview with Smoke. His voice was another pitch higher. Uh, his socks and shoes. Regardless, a flashback with Smoke in Sedalia, Missouri, Crasher. All of our voices were higher. Why is that? Why is that that when we get older, our voices get lower? I don't quite understand that science, but can Field of Greens help with that? (laughs) I want some of that. But yeah, it's just funny to hear him talk about, oh, I got plenty of time until I'm in the broadcaster booth. Whoa. And now here we are. And he's there. He's out of the cockpit. And talking about him or when he said something about Eldora Speedway is there for me in the long term. And now that's basically one of his primary positions. It's just, oh, time flies. That's just a reminder right there. But I want to know if you know something we don't, Kenny. Mm. This is a Father's Day show. Why did you choose Tony Stewart as our flashback interview leading up to our anniversary on a Father's Day show? I know we talked a little bit of Tony Stewart with A.J. Allmendinger Mm -hmm. in a couple of segments ago. It has nothing to do with... uh, Tony Stewart, sure? I, I, no, Tony Stewart, sure? Leah Pruitt, having a baby. No, sure? I don't. Okay. That man, I promise, I promise, man, it's uh, there's nothing there, buddy. I don't know. That, the best part about Tony, I remember that weekend was racing him on a go-kart and uh, letting him get the best of me going. We had a one-lane bridge across a ravine. Oh, a golf cart, yeah. And he ended up uh, going for, I think his second championship was – his second or third championship after that week won like five races second in a row. Yes. Uh, but that second, the second memory of that is that barbecue sauce was delicious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he still makes it. Maybe I do that memory of that. I got a couple of bottles and I used it on just about everything. Yeah, that was <laughs> good stuff. Suave, your take on seeing the freaks 17 years ago with Tony Stewart. I, you know, it's funny. I actually looked on Tony's website. He no longer sells the smoke thongs, which is very disappointing because mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to buy one. And he no longer sells the barbecue sauce either. So not only is he out of the driving business, he's out of the, the thong business, and he's out of the barbecue sauce business. Tony, you've changed, buddy. He's going legit. What's that about? <laughs> oh, Freak Nation, it's fantastic. With these last 23 years of doing this, the archives that we have are there, – there's no one out there that has the – uh, variety of archives, video and audio. There's no one. I don't care who you are, ESPN, Fox, NASCAR, uh, NBC. No one has the variety that we have over the last 23 years, Freak Nation. Speaking of variety, coming up in the second hour, Matt Field, 
Formula D pilot, going for his first championship, finishing in the two spot the last couple of years. He'll be joining us coming up to kick off the second hour. Also, five-time NHRA Pro Stock champion Erica Enders will be here. And tomorrow being Juneteenth, got some conversation about Juneteenth coming up in the second hour of the Freaks. Make sure you're a part of this big old thing. Happy Father's Day. More Freaks coming up. Speed Freak Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up, then send it back full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com, use code FREAKS for 15% off, and for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the Speed Freaks since 2001. 
For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. It's an encore for you, Freak Nation, from Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Let's go inside, inside the freaking ride with Kenny Sargent. Kenny Sargent, inside the ride, Jeff Gordon. Jeff, do you understand this is the first time on the TV side you've been in the Freak Nation? I know it. Uh, you know, we always do some uh, stuff by recorder, but uh, now we now we got some video, man. You guys, you guys are stepping up in the world. That's what's kind of scary, bro. <laughs> you, you know, you've known about the Freaks for about two or three years now, and you kind of, well, I don't know. Now we're on TV. Blowing it up that way. You can't avoid the Freak Nation like right now. No, I can't get away from it. But, uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. You guys uh, deserve it. You guys have a fun show. Oh, Jeff Gordon. That was 2006. If you're just listening to it on the Freak Radio Network, if you're watching it on MAV TV, yep, 2006 outside of California Speedway when Jeff Gordon teamed up with Chef Wolfgang Puck. Wolfgang Puck. Right. Wolfgang Puck opened up a restaurant at California Speedway at the time. Second hour of the Freaks, MAV-TV audience, how you doing, man? Freak radio audience, how are you doing? You've been a part of this big old thing almost 23 years as we flashback this show. And next week, we'll have quite a few flashbacks of our 23-year history. 23 year history. It's the second hour of Speed Freaks, Freak Nation. Coming up in moments, his name is Matt Field, vying for his first Formula D championship. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Erica Enders, five-time NHRA Pro Stalker. She'll be here, five-time Pro Stock champion. She'll be here in the Freak Nation. Tomorrow is Juneteenth. We'll talk a little bit about Juneteenth and what it means to Statman and African-Americans across the country, and we'll dive into motorsports uh, regarding Juneteenth. Also, probably another surprise flashback uh, for you, Freak Nation, on this Father's Day. As promised, Freak Nation, Matt Field here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios, Formula D driver, drifting specialist here in the Freak Nation. We've had him in here before. Spent some good time with Matt Field here in the Freak Nation. And speaking of a, a lot of good time with you, Matt Field, is we as people who cover motorsports, I don't know why we do this, but we complain about long schedules. 
NASCAR. But when it comes to Formula D, dude, uh, you guys have months between races. I got to imagine this is pretty gnarly for a cat like yourself when really this is all you want to do, right? It's weird. The, the start of the season, it really rolls out pretty quickly. And then right in the middle, we kind of have this lull where we, it's, we're racing like every three weeks uh, or four weeks even instead of every other weekend. And it's hard to stay in the groove. It really is. But I'm very fortunate that I do a ton of other events outside Formula Drift. So we basically had Formula Drift Atlanta, Formula Drift Orlando, and then I went to the GT Radio. That's my tire sponsor. I went to their factory in South Carolina. We gave ride-alongs to all the employees and kind of hung out with corporate and took pictures with the factory workers, and it was great. And I got home from that, loaded my demo car in the trailer, headed to Southern California where we were doing uh, Fuel Fest at, at um, Irwindale. So I kind of was on the road for four weeks. So this weekend being off at home, I'm not complaining. Maybe you guys, maybe you guys are a little bit bored, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> Matt Field joining us here in the Freak Nation, flying those Lucas Oil colors. And I'm being half serious when I say this, but rock stars, the way they would cope with the road, booze, drugs, <laughs> women <Lord>. or men. <laughs> Coming off highs, especially with your uh, season opening race win this year formula drift or drifters drifters drifters. Uh, (laughs) drivers like yourself the highs of running in a in a car like yours how do you deal with the highs and lows uh, like yourself so i'm real fortunate that i have found kind of fitness as my outlet for the daily endorphin high Uh, and Mm. without that i don't know how i would be able to manage because there's not many things in life that I have experienced that give you that high of driving a thousand wheel horsepower drift car with your bumper dragging on the wall. There's not many things, right? I know there's stuff out there, but not that I've done. But for me, I wake up every morning at 6 a.m. and I go to the gym and I work myself to exhaustion Monday through Friday, no, almost no matter what. Um, unless I'm sick or I'm half dead, that's the only reason why I'm not getting up early and going to the gym. So I think that because I'm able to kind of ride these waves throughout the day and I'm, and I get high on the endorphins and I almost throw up every time. And then I come to work and I kind of just have to put myself together and manage throughout the rest of the day. That kind of keeps me, it keeps me kind of toned down, right? It keeps me tired. It keeps me just, just going just enough to get through the week. And for me, I'm very fortunate that I have a love of water sports and boats. So Every almost every weekend during the summer that we're not out at the racetrack, we're riding jet skis, going wakeboarding, taking out the power boat, and just kind of enjoying life on the water. Well, that has to help also behind the wheel. I mean, if you take a big hit, your body gets jarred in the cockpit, your fitness level clearly helps you to recuperate for the next day. Man, and more than anything, I think the physical side of things is not quite as demanding as in a drift car as like a sprint car, right? Those guys are straight up athletes, right? Gladiators. For us, it's not quite as bad unless we do take a big hit. But for me, it's the mental game, right? It's it's put, ha- knowing that you can go to that point of exhaustion because a lot of times we have night events and our last battle might be at 11.30 p.m. and we've already been up and doing things and autograph signings and practice for the last 12 or 13 hours. So that's where I really think it comes into play. It's like, you gotta have that last little bit of energy to push through the finish. Wow, Matt Field, uh, Formula Drift, this is his 20th year. Uh, the sport has come so far. Uh, it used to be guys could drive or flat-toe their cars to the event. 
compete and go home. Now uh, it takes an awful lot. Uh, you have a Corvette. You're one of the only ones that I've seen, and I've watched all 20 years of Formula Drift. Wow. You're the only ones that I've seen that has made a Corvette work. How'd that happen? You know, I've been a a Chevy guy for a long time, and that's because of my dad. My dad is a a Chevy racing kind of guy through and through since he can remember even. So I always had Nissans and I had some BMWs, but we would always put a Chevy LS in it. And my actually part shop Max, the guys who make these suspension parts right here, they were like also wanting to kind of expand and build something else. And it was kind of reaching the end of it. My, my S14, my 240SX was kind of reaching the end of its life. It's been banged up a bunch. It's been crumpled like a sheet of paper and straightened back out at the frame machine five or six times. So it was just kind of time to build something different. And we decided, we're like, why are we going to buy one of these cars that you have to put a LS in anyways? Why don't we just get one of the cars that come with an LS and, and start from there? I've never been a huge Camaro guy. And to be honest, I was definitely not a Corvette guy, but I was like, if I was going to choose one of the two, I, I guess Corvette, I, I don't know. I don't even know how either of them drive let alone drift. And it's funny because now you fast forward and I truly think that the Corvette is the, the pinnacle of drifting. I think that just starting with a sports car versus starting with an economy car and making it into a sports car and putting a thousand horsepower and converting it to rear wheel drive. Obviously there's people who make that work. I was kind of trying to bring a different chassis to the drifting world. And because at the end of the day, it's all about the partners, right? My partner's want to sell parts. My partners want to sell tires. So I think that we kind of created a niche that enabled a lot of my partners to sell parts. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? That's why we get money to go racing is to show some ROI. And I think that the Corvette before anything was a great ROI platform. And then now I've been driving a Corvette for six years and now I'm just like, thank goodness we made that decision because it actually is that good. It is father's day. Statman Crash, yours truly, our fathers played an important role in what we do as a profession. What about you? Where did, what did your dad put? Where, where does your dad fit in to where you sit right now? I feel incredibly fortunate because I get to do something that me and my dad both love. Um, but it kind of all started out. My dad did mud bog racing. He's always had a normal job. Uh, and racing was his getaway, his fun his passion. And he did mud bog racing when it was real popular all up and down California, um, won some races, got paid to do it. You know, it was, it was a cool time for him, but still had a, a normal job. Right. And when I was real young, I started quarter midget racing. And for those of you guys who don't know, it's like a tiny little miniature sprint car. Right. And I, my dad put me in one of those cars because there was a, a local speedway, Bayland speedway right next to our house you know, within 30 minutes. So it was a, a form of racing that I could do that my parents thought was safe enough. They were big roll cage advocators. And <laughs> I mean, I get it. And I loved it for sure. But eventually I kind of got to the point where I told my dad, I'm like, dad, I'm bored of going around in a circle. I told him that I'm like eight years old or nine years old. I'm tired of going around in a circle, dad. I don't want to do this anymore. So I kind of stepped away from racing a little bit. And my dad, Meanwhile, this whole thing was still doing off-road racing. I started working on the pit crew with him and started prepping the race truck. And then I think you can get in on off-road vehicle when you're like 14 and a half or something like that. Pretty young, 15 with parents' consent. So then I started riding with him, which kind of transitioned to 
driving, splitting driving duties with him. And then I kind of got into drifting. So for me, my dad kind of taught me everything that I knew, man, it, it's all due to racing. That's it. That's, that's what we bond over and that's what we love. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Freak Nation is a great follow on Instagram. Make sure you follow Matt Field. On his way. Okay, he's looking for his first Formula D championship. He was second last year, right? Come yeah, on. two years in a row. I'm done with that. I'm done with second place. Thank you for doing this, my friend. It's always fantastic when you roll in the Freak Nation. Lucas Hole Studios, buddy. You guys are awesome. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. The Pomerado Automotive Group 500 the Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, it's a race at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back -back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Thanks for catching up with the best of Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, coming up in moments. Five-time NHRA Pro Stock Champion 
Erica Enders. She'll be here in the Lucas Oil Studios. But another reminder, man, if you travel like I do, go to fieldofgreens.com and check out their line of products to keep you happy on the road. Real organic superfood. All your fruits and vegetables right here. I travel so much, I miss out on those fruits and vegetables. One scoop takes care of it. Full servings of fruits and vegetables, antioxidant power, boosted immunity, heart health, liver health, my metabolism, bam, it's all right there. Go to fieldofgreens.com, code word freaks. That's fieldofgreens.com, code word freaks, and get 15% off right now. Badass. Her name is Erica Enders, five-time NHRA Pro Stock Champion. We caught up with her at Worldwide Technology Raceway during the NASCAR race. And at a track, when she runs there at NHRA, nobody has more wins at Worldwide Technology Raceway than Erica Enders. Is it in the water? Is it the comfortability of that track? What is it, Erica Enders? Such a weird deal. Like, there are certain facilities you just, you roll in the gate and you know you're going to do well, and you do well. Like, St. Louis is that way. Vegas is that way. Bristol's that way. And then on the other side of things, we have tracks like, I'd rather go on vacation than go race at the Gator Nationals. I love the Gator Nationals, but I, I think we've exited first round the last three years in a row there with a championship contending car. Just no luck in Gainesville, no luck in Sonoma, no luck in Redding. But we won Sonoma and Redding last year, so we finally broke the curse. So it's just weird. You have good tracks, and you have not-so-great tracks. Is that a mental thing, or is there something with the asphalt or the concrete or the starting line or, or the staging lanes? I don't know. I mean, I feel like my crew chiefs and my tuners have a really good handle no matter where we go. They're, they're awesome at their jobs. I tend to be pretty decent behind the wheel uh, most times. Um, yeah, you're only, what, a five-time champion? Yeah, okay. yeah well, but it kind of it could get mental. You know, like when we roll into Reading last year, or 2021, I'm like, if we can just get out of here, with a semi-final finish like I'm okay with I want to win everywhere I go but if we can exit here being the first race of the countdown getting to the semis like I'll be freaking happy but we ended up winning the race so that was awesome but usually we go out first round there so it definitely could be mental but uh try not to let it get to that point we like to huh. simplify things here and there are rooms in my house that I feel better in than I do in other rooms <laughs> we do yeah, and there's, there's places I like to sit at a restaurant and sit a certain way at a restaurant. I want my back to the wall. Right. <laughs> I'm like dumbing, my dad. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm dumbing it down a little bit. But is it similar to that where you just feel better? You do. You feel better. We have a great handle on our car here. And the time of year that we race, it's just um, our, our package. We're really good in the summer and, and in the heat. So uh, as much as I don't like that as a driver, I'm not too fond of sweating. But it's, it's freaking <laughs> hot here when we race. But we, we always do well. Mm -hmm. How do you balance that mentally with drinking water all the time, eating healthy, trying not to get upset at how hot it is because you know it's going to make you fast in the car? Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. You got to control what you put in your body because it's fuel. If you put good fuel in your body, you run, you you operate better. If you put crappy fuel in, you don't you don't feel <laughs> quite as good. So um, it's tough in the summer months because your stomach is like full of liquid because you're drinking so much water. So at those tracks, I try to like find a. Uh, IV company that'll come out and give us an IV and sometimes the tracks have a medical facility but just stay hydrated and it helps you to keep your focus because if you start to feel lethargic then your reaction times aren't good and you know we do the whole ice towel cup of water down your fire suit when you're <laughs> buckling in just if you can shock your body and get your heart rate right um, it's all very important it plays a role in everything let me dumb it down oh. again Eric Anders <laughs> When you come to a track and it's cloudy or it's sunny, the quicker you realize there's not a god thing you can do about it, the, the better. The better. And have you sought 
a mental coach. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Sports psychologist. Um, and then on the other side of that, our dad, we grew up in a really positive environment house. And before he made his money in business, um, he was a positive mental attitude coach. So we grew up not going to classes, but having it instilled in our brains. So I definitely attribute a lot of our success to him and my mental toughness to him because, you know, he's like, he always tells us he's in the military. You can, you can do anything you want for 60 seconds, for 90 seconds, for 10 minutes. Like that's, you just have to make that checklist in your head and do it. When you have an off weekend like this, but all your other compadres, funny car, top fuel, they're, they're, they're racing. They are. Do you pay attention to it? And I ask that for a reason because this is my job, hanging out at a motorsports event. My day's off. I want to be somewhere the furthest away from what I I'm do. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, I didn't really realize yesterday was Friday. So we were at the shop working, but I was on my way to work and I was getting like updates on my phone and we get to the shop. And of course, all my boneheads, they have a laptop <laughs> up with the live feed and we're watching ProMod and they're throwing five dollars or making bets. So, yes, we pay attention to it to a certain extent. But like ha having the opportunity to come to this race with my sister on and off weekend, like we we vowed that we were going to have fun and not treat it as work. And what a cool opportunity to come watch the truck race and the Xfinity race and the NASCAR race. It's uh, pretty exciting for a bunch of straight line people are you cool going from those 10 years in a pro stock car yeah i mean i'm okay with it but i i said in my my championship speeches last year like i'm getting close it's not i'm not there yet but it's definitely on my mind you, you guys know i mean mm -hmm. you you do the grueling schedule and you travel all the time and you spend more time with people uh in, in your racing family than you do with your family at home and so that part of it is is definitely challenging and I never thought I wouldn't have a family and I'm getting to that age where like oh, you know you're gonna get kind of old so I don't really know to answer your question I could yeah and mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's any reason why we would stop kicking butt or being successful especially with the team that I'm with and the guys that I have so I could go as long as I want but I do want a normal life at some point but is there a goal in life, racing life for you, in that you want to beat certain records? Or you, you'll just know, I'm done. I don't care about the numbers, the race wins, the championships. You just want to be done when you're done. Yeah, I, I guess you know, but then you like look at people like Brett Favre and Tom Brady, who are the goats, and <laughs> you just, when's a good time? Do you quit when you're on top? Do you wait till you start to suck mm -hmm. and you get tired of it? Like, I don't, I don't know. I think you'd like to quit when you're on top, but at the same time, it's so hard to walk away. This is all I've done. I've not ever had like a real job. I, I got done with college at Texas A&M and I went full-time drag racing and I've been doing it for 20 years. So I'm not sure if I was released into the wild, I would <laughs> be able to function with society, but no, all kidding aside. Your I, sister's I, shaking her head no. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, it's tough out here with a yep. bunch of men. So you either mm -hmm. suck it up or go to the house. And um, in the real world, that's not how it really works, I don't think. But for normal females. So. Right. Not Very saying true. you're not normal. But, oh, no, I'm but not. we're definitely not. I'm, no, no, I'm, no. Anybody in racing is not normal anyway. It takes, it's a whole other mentality of being able to go fast and be comfortable with it. And knowing that there's danger anywhere you turn. It for sure is. And, you know, to answer your question seriously, like when I first started, like I wanted to win a pro stock race. Well, we've done that 44 times now and we've won five world championships. So I really feel like we don't have anything left to prove. I could go Perfect. race something else and maybe start a new career path not career path but like an avenue but i i love pro stock so much like we we're comparing it to nascar like you have to be as perfect as possible every single time like you don't have another corner or another lap to mm -hmm. to fix your mistakes so that's what's so intriguing about it to me like you have to just 
be the best you can right now and that's it and you get an and instant report card your day is done if you're, you're done. not perfect you're done working with speed freaks for 23 years many things i've learned and one is working with a black man stat man for 23 years i knew him seven years prior to that as well and working with a woman who's your wife but in a business that you're talking about that's a male dominated a white male dominated mm -hmm. business and seeing the sport through a black man's eyes and through a woman's eyes has been an eye-opener to play on words for me. Do you still, when you walk through the pits or you're in your, getting your fire suit amongst the media members, do you still look around and count the women in the room or <laughs> I feel like a woman in this room? We have those thoughts and those discussions, like, but in a way where you hope to get to that point one day where you're respected and you're taken seriously mm -hmm. and you don't have to work you don't have to dig yourself to ground zero before you start proving yourself because it's a different, yeah. as you mentioned, like if you haven't seen it or been through it, you really, you really don't understand. And it's not complaining about it. It's just different right. and it's the way it is. But like Courtney works for flow racing now and, um, having these huge meetings with NHRA and exploring different avenues. Like she's like, I always wanted a seat at this table and now I have one. I think that's so cool. And I always wanted a seat at the table that I'm at. Like I walk into a boardroom with my laptop and full confidence that I'm going to pitch this deal and they're going to sign up with us. Like it, before that, I would have been like, where do you want me to sit? And I would have, you know, not said anything, but it's, it's different. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's cool to, to have earned your way to have a seat at whatever table you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's been an interesting point of view when, say someone doesn't know that we've worked together or been together and hear, hear them talk about crash or mm -hmm. hear them talk about stat man. And I'm going, hold on, man, they're my compadres. Yeah. Uh, why would you say something like that? Why would you feel like that? Because it's out there, man. Oh, it is yeah. freaking out there and it's out there to this, to this day. So it's a, it's a revelation that came about of 20 years ago for me going, Oh, smokes. It's you look out in the crowd and see, oh, I don't see a whole lot of women or I don't see a whole lot of people of color. I just see it differently. Yeah. Now. And that's awesome. You know? There's a lot of ignorant people that don't don't think about it that way, and they don't think before they open their mouth. And yeah. that's just part of the journey. And there are way more valleys than there are peaks. I feel mm -hmm. like I say that every freaking week. Uh, Erica, <laughs> thanks for doing this. Thank you guys for having me. It's great to see you. Coming up, tomorrow is Juneteenth. So what does Juneteenth, Statman, Speed Freaks, and Motorsports have in common? We'll all make sense of that. It's all coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up, then send it back, full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com, use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com.
One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. As a trucker, you've seen every kind of road condition out there. One of the toughest is icy, freezing weather, which can thicken diesel fuel and plug system filters. That's why you need Lucas Anti-Gel Cold Weather Diesel Treat. It prevents fuel gelling at extremely cold temperatures, lowers the cold filter plugging point of diesel and biodiesel fuels, and removes moisture from the entire fuel system. In turn, you get maximum performance and reliability. For more info, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil, keep that engine alive. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. I want to say a little more about the GT3 programs that we discussed on Speed Freaks last weekend. Both GM and Ford are full steam ahead in their programs to build cars for sports car racing. Uh, GM has prototypes and is in conversations with potential privateer teams who may be racing a GT3 version of the Chevrolet Corvette that won at Le Mans last weekend. And Ford introduced its GT3 Mustang to the assembled crowd right before the 100th anniversary race. Ford, in fact, already announced a GT4 program uh, Mustang for the marketplace. Quickly, the GT category cars are built to specific international rules to keep the car legal. 
car maker must build at least 10 exact copies of the race car every year to those same rules. Most, most will build more. Then customer teams can buy the car and know that it's legal all over the world. Car makers often have groups of drivers who will work with customers to make those teams more competitive on the racetrack. The point is this, car makers want to sell cars and not just race them. This is a way for them to keep their name on the racetrack and in front of customers without spending millions trying to win races. Uh, the Corvette and Mustangs are historic brands with huge fan bases. Uh, GM and Ford should have great success selling the race cars to teams and showroom knockoffs to customers who think of themselves as weekend racers who just like to drive fast. Uh, good luck with that. Peace. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, coming up on 23 years next Sunday. Speaking of Lucas Oil, go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com to find all the products to keep your rides on the road. Two-wheel, four-wheel, but your boat. Trust me, Lucas Oil has the product to keep your rides fat and happy. So tomorrow is a national holiday for Juneteenth, and I thought playing off our conversation with Erica Ender's last segment, She's a five-time NHRA Pro Stock champion. As I said, playing off of what Erica Enders and Crasher and yours truly discussed about being a woman in a highly uh, competitive business of motorsports, a woman who's spent her entire life running against men and Statman winning against men and Statman being a, a black man in an industry that when you look around, there's not a whole lot of minorities in motorsports. So, with Juneteenth being tomorrow, I want to discuss a little bit about African-Americans in motorsports, the influence that they've had, who's been the influence of African-Americans in, in motorsports, and kind of dive into it for 10 minutes with Statman to get his take on things and the development, or it's not the development, the progress or lack of progress, Statman, when you started to get involved in motorsports back in the day, and as you like to say, when when what'd you say the earth what, what's one of your favorite sayings when the mud earth hardened yeah, when and, mud hardened mud hardened yeah right the, the progress or lack of progress stat man of uh, motorsports with minorities and blacks in particular uh, over the last decades your your take on what you've seen or haven't seen well it's amazing uh, in 1969 i think it was uh, i was part of a piece in car and driver magazine where they talked to uh, the race team that I was working on in Southern California, uh, Malcolm Durham, and talked to, uh, uh, oh, crap. The name just flew out of my head. I could see the picture. The only guy, the only uh, black man to win a race in uh, NASCAR. Wendell Scott. Wendell? Wendell Scott, yeah. Wow, can't believe the uh, icon. Anyway, uh, and not, not much has changed. I read that article, I don't know, several months ago, and the issues are still the same. I can go into newsrooms now. I can show up at some tracks now, and they look at me and say, you're not from around here, are you? So uh, it, it's it's an ongoing thing, and I'm not sure why. You know, There's all sorts of stuff you could say, but, uh, you know, it's it's changing uh, there was an engineer that worked for the Penske organization, worked on the computer on the stand. 
there's uh, people who have worked in PR. Uh, there's a guy that does the interviews for uh, Fox, uh, a black guy that does the inter post-race interviews for Fox on the track. So it's changing slowly. Uh, and there are a number of, I think, uh, NHRA has the most uh, uh, people of color. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's changing slowly. But still, people think that they could go and hide in uh, behind the gate at a racetrack and think that nobody that doesn't look like them uh, should be involved. Um, yeah, it's still... A, strange thing to experience uh, and you look at people and wonder what side of the reality did you get up on this morning you bring up the nhra the nhra with jr todd and antron brown dudes who have won championships not just won races and not just shown up but have won championships you've got james stewart who many riders today regard as the greatest supercross rider ever even though he, he didn't come close to race wins or championships like McGrath or Carmichael, but James Stewart certainly won championships and proved himself, but you get to IndyCar, you get to NASCAR, uh, high level sports cars, Crasher, I could go on and on. You don't see black men or women winning championships in those series. Yeah. It's a shame too, because the little progress that has been made, granted it is still progress in both, let's just say IndyCar and NASCAR, just for argument's sake, the progress that's been made crew member wise or PR wise is nice, but whoa, what it could do if you had a champion black driver, holy moly, that just would be huge. So yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just that blacks don't grow up with go-karting or quarter midgets as much as other people do. I, I don't know what it is. Is, is that what first comes to mind for you, Statman, is that it's just not a part of their upbringing? No, I think it's, it's, more, it's more simple than that. You talk to some drivers that want to be involved in NASCAR or in uh, stock car racing, and they talk about going to North Carolina and they talk about sleeping on couches and sleeping in garages and sweeping out stuff. And uh, there's a lot of black people that can't afford to do that, won't uh, make that commitment, uh, especially when they could go do other things and uh, get recognized without having to worry about, it's not as big as it was now, but the rebel flag and for whatever reason it was there, the noose on the garage. Um, you know, that we, it was an issue a couple of years ago. It's certainly for some a divisive topic, and I get it, I guess. But if you're if you're going to try to encapsulate this, and again, spending 11 minutes on this is kind of gnarly. I get it. We're restricted by quite a bit. But if you're trying to encapsulate this of us doing this for 23 years, yes, there's been progress. But my point is, as I said to Erica, being able to spend 23 years with a woman and a black man in a sport that's dominated by white men has been an eye opener for me to watch, to just kind of step back and watch how people react to them, how people talk to them, what people say about them in front of them behind their back. It's been a wake up call for me. 
we've got a millennial in here that's probably shaking his head going, why? Why is this still a freaking problem? And we're talking about Richard C. Suave. Why is this still a problem? Racing is running into the same problems that uh, I'm a big hockey fan that hockey is running into over the last 20 years plus, which is um, people of color don't play hockey because it's way too expensive to play the sport. And I think it's the same thing in motorsports too. I think it was Joey Logano who was on a podcast or did an interview last week at some point. And he was essentially explaining something similar, which is, look, if you don't have the money to pay for your own rides, you cannot race, right? It just mm-hmm. doesn't happen. And so until that changes, until motorsports becomes cheaper to get into at a younger level, they're always going to run into that problem. And the exceptions to that rule, obviously, your Antrons, your J.R. Todds, your Lewis Hamiltons, who came out of no from nothing growing up in, in England. Right. And he was able to make something of himself because of him and his father and what they were able to do. So until motorsports becomes more available to, for more people to get into, it's going to be a tough problem. It's unfortunate. Luckily there are some, some young drivers coming up who have made it and are winning races and are competing uh, Bubba Wallace, obviously at the cup level, we've had Roger Carruth on our show many times succeeding at the truck level, the Xfinity level, Ernie Francis jr. Crash mm-hmm. who we've had on the show in the past. He's driving an Indy NXT this year. He's an African-American driver. So things are starting. And Statman mentioned Josh Sims. who is now a, a reporter for NASCAR and Fox as well. So it's changing, but they have some big hurdles to get past in terms of allowing people to get into the sport in an earlier age for a much cheaper way to do so. Good job, Richard. Thank you. That sort of wrapped it up, didn't it? Well done. Vibing and dancing with the truth. There you go. Vibing and dancing. Richard C. Suave. Freak Nation, coming up next again. Next weekend, it'll be 23 years of Speed Freaks. We'll flash back. And again, it being Father's Day, we've got our own memories of our fathers influencing our careers. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us, more travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where 
there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Inside the Freaking Ride with Kenny Sargent. James Stewart, a veteran of the Freak Nation. A lot of people don't know that Speed Freaks were your very first professional interview, right? Yeah, very first live radio. I was scared to death, but you guys helped me out. It was hard hanging out with freaks in there. <laughs> I was watching an interview I did a few weeks ago with Bobby Hamilton Jr., Nextel Cup driver. I was looking at my profile on a couple of those shots, and I got a big-ass head in some of these shots, man. Are there, are there angles that are better for James Stewart than other? Nah, see, I like to do live TV. See, you probably should stick to radio, though. See, you stick to radio, you can't see it. You're busting on the media, dude. Hey, I'm just saying, I mean, we like to speak the truth around here. I mean... Here we go. Here we are. What's up? Help me out. Left side or right side better for Sergeant? Left side. Left side. Yeah, you can run the left side. Left Sometimes side. I got to stick my chin out there. Yeah. Just I left. couldn't wear that stuff. I couldn't wear that stuff on TV. Because you got to be a player to wear this <laughs> stuff. You got to be a baller. And we went back about 17 years, 18 years for that one. Holy smokes, James Stewart. Here in the Freak Nation, which, by the way, caught some of his color commentary on the replay on CNBC of all freaking places uh, for the motocross series, Thunder Valley there in Colorado. Uh, James Stewart at 
again, a dude who came into the studio. Statman, was he 14? First yeah, I think I remember he was like 14 years old, came in with his dad and a couple other people, make sure he didn't say or do, or we didn't say or do the oh. wrong thing. Well, I, I'm sure we really fit in the door. That's yeah. a huge man. Big James. Big James Sr. Yeah. Speaking of fathers, again, happy Father's Day as we close off the show on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios on Mav TV and the Freak Radio Network. And another reminder coming up next weekend, Sunday night, more flashbacks here in the Freak Nation. That'll be our 23rd anniversary of Speed Freaks. From one station in Los Angeles to 90-plus stations, including Sirius XM and every freaking audio app on the planet, we've been there, man. And if we would have said audio apps, audio applications 23 years ago, you know what the hell we're talking yeah. about. One yeah. station, one mic. We had to pass one microphone around between all of us. Yep. Remember that? Yep. There was no social media. Nope. There were no iPhones then when we started. Think about that. They didn't even empty the trash cans in the studio. <laughs> no, that's true. But that that being said, in 2003 or 2004, when I go back and watch some of these old TV shows we did for ESPN2 or Speed Channel, on one of the shows I talked about podcasts. You can go to our website hmm. to catch the podcast, and I didn't even know what I was – I don't think I knew what a podcast – I had to because I said podcast. Well, podcasting was around as kind of a different entity than what it is now. Yeah. It was around for a long time. It was basically just archived audio. Yes. Like you recorded stuff like we do now, and then you just throw it up on a website, and it was considered a podcast. Now it's slightly different than that, but also a little bit the same. It being Father's Day, a few minutes from each of us talking about our fathers and what they meant to us regarding motorsports. Crasher, it's no secret with your ties to IndyCar and your father that was frankly tied into Indianapolis Motor Speedway was a significant player for you getting involved in motorsports. Oh, without question. And, you know, unfortunately, he died when I was four years old, but I remember distinct conversations about Desiree Wilson and Janet Guthrie. So, yes, it was going to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway when I was a kid and hearing all the sights and sounds and smells and and enjoying just that atmosphere and then visiting him in the infield care center where he worked. And he was one of the original guys with Olvi and Bach and Trammell to put together this traveling team. It's just, it's an awesome story what they clearly have done for the series even to now, but had he not brought up those names in my young memory, I don't know if I would have been as attached to the series, even though I loved being at the track. The, knowing that there were females on track was really intriguing to me as a three-year-old, four-year-old. And that stuck with me, you know, after he was gone, I'm like, I want to see these females. Then Lynn St. James, when I was in college, she made her mark in 92 at Indy and the rest is history. I wouldn't be sitting here if any of that didn't happen. So Cur yeah, curious cool. though, if, if your father was not involved in Indianapolis Motor Speedway, what, but was a big motorhead, you grew up in Indianapolis. You think that the trajectory would still be much different? You know what? That's a really good question. There's no way of actually knowing that. My family was very involved with Eli Lilly. So Eli Lilly, you know, they had a bunch of the seats in turn one and the mm -hmm. box seats. That's Those were the seats my family used for years upon years upon years. I would have still gone to the race. Would I have still had that attachment, though? I don't know. I don't know. I loved being there. I loved smelling the fuel. I loved the sound of the cars. I would right. run around in circles in my neighborhood going, I mean, I would probably still be doing that, but would I have a job in motorsports because of that? I don't know. It's a really good question. I can't get out of my mind that blue car you had that 
had to pour so oil into it just to get the thing started. You know? My crystal. Yeah. It wasn't oil. We had to. She had to just jimmy her dis, her distributor stat man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, had, she came by my condo one night. We were interviewing somebody on my system there in the studio, and she had to park on the downhill side of the hill yes. <laughs> just to make sure the thing would start. She could leave. <laughs> oh yeah. Nothing like, uh, just to be fully transparent, declaring bankruptcy, moving out to Los Angeles, and being a starving actor for months until landing this gig with Speed Freaks. Right. And yeah, basically buying a car out of a junkyard in order to get from acting job to acting job. And in order to get that car to start, I did. I had to jimmy back the distributor, open up the hood and get to work. Jimmy back. Jimmy back. Jimmy back. <laughs> and the car was like six different colors. It was spray painted on once. It came out of a junkyard for crying out loud. Statman, did your did your old man open up the door for you to get involved in motorsports or, or the sport itself? No, my in fact was uh, going to a race Stardust Raceway in Las Vegas in 1968. How old I am, uh, and ran into some guys over in the corner that were working on the car. And I ended up working on that race team for several years, uh, and but my dad he. Um, he wasn't into cars at all. In fact, I had a girlfriend that lived uh, at the end of the freeway. And uh, on Saturday nights, I'd get in the car and blow all the carbon out of it going up to her house. <laughs> and we'd, get, we'd pile in the car, big Oldsmobile, beautiful car. And we'd pile in the car to go to church on Sunday morning. You drive this car too hard because it's ran like a clock after that. <laughs> Got all the carbon out of it and coughed and sputtered getting on the freeway, but it worked fine after that. Gosh, there's so many avenues that my father provided for me, whether he knew it or not, whether, whether it was him working his way into a press vest at Texas Stadium, taking pictures of flat track riders, Kenny Roberts, uh, getting me out to motocross races with the lights of Jimmy Ellis, Marty Smith, Roger DeCoster, or taking me to Dallas International Speedway where the infamous hip shots that he would take of women's behinds and other things uh, and not be intrusive with some of his pictures. Again, remember, this is the freaking early 70s back in the day. But he certainly provided uh, many avenues for me to get involved in motorsports. Drag racing, motocross, supercross have been my two favorites growing up. But I guess just allowing me to partake in some of those, thanks to him and mom, not really holding me back and only taking a couple of years of non at them for them to get me a mini bike, a five and a half horsepower to come see mini bike. <laughs> or was it Briggs and Stratton? What did Sears sell, Statman? Was it Briggs and Stratton? Yeah, I think it was Briggs and Stratton. Oh, yeah. Suave, you being here in Phoenix, you had drag strips, you had... <laughs> All, all kinds of things for your father to not allow you to go to. Did you ever partake in anything prior to Speed Freaks? Not really, no. I found my own way to motorsports um, without <laughs> without the help of either of my parents. But I, I will tell this story. It's the most millennial story in, in the history of mankind um, and us being a late, lazy generation, which is my dad <laughs> used to work on, uh, like used to change parts in, in, in the car, obviously, um, all, all the time. And he would try to like show me what was going on. And I had, I had zero interest in, it. I was like, I don't know. I don't care. 
dad, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> do this. I just want to, I want to go and I want to go and watch whatever baseball games on or whatever, whatever football games on whatever, you know, basketball games. On. I don't want to sit here and for 45 minutes and change the spark plug. And in, in this, at the time it was, I think it was a 95 Buick that uh, yes. my dad had acquired. It was a green, a green 95 Buick that my dad had acquired from my grandmother, his mother, and he kept that car for probably 20 plus years. And so he would always change everything on the car himself if he could for the most part. And so he would try and get me to, to be interested. I just, I just wasn't, I was, I just did not care <laughs> worth a darn. So I think it's really funny that based on that, and now I'm, I'm working in motorsports quite often now. And, uh, and, and so shout out to you, dad, for at least trying to get me into cars. I still haven't, I have I don't remember any of it. So, uh, I don't do anything on my car. I'm just like, I'll, I'll take it to the shop. But thank you for trying, Dad. I appreciate you. <laughs> there it is. Truly, we have that in common, uh, Richie. There it is. Happy Father's Day, Freak Nation. Happy Father's to all you fathers and all you children who have fathers that owe your motorsports fandom to. All right, man, we'll do it. We'll make it official. 23 years next Sunday night. And as we've been doing for the last almost 23 years, shoot the juice to the moose, the stat man. Cut it loose. Yep. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up, then send it back full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com, use code FREAKS for 15% off, and for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. 
dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 